0: October is in the air playoff baseball is here we thought we may never see baseball in 2020 much less postseason baseball in 2020 but we've made it I'm excited I hope you're excited we're going to break down the bracket today we're going to talk about all the potential scenarios and matchups that could happen next month as we start the playoffs here in late September and dig into them in October but first before we can get to any of that we do need to recap how the regular season ended last week. This is Express Line 5, a recap of Major League Baseball from Wednesday, September 16th, 2020, through Sunday, September 27th, 2020, the end of the 2020 Major League Baseball season. I am your host, Ryan Walker. Let's begin. position at Church Avenue. Limited two trains are running between Franklin Avenue and Flatbush Avenue in both directions. Select two trains are running on the three lines to Newlox Avenue. Five trains are running on the four line to Utica Avenue. As an alternative to two train service... And just like every recap of the end of every Major League Baseball season, we have to focus on the division-clinching wins. And we will start with the number one overall seed for the American League East, the Tampa Bay Rays who clinched the division on Wednesday, September twenty third, 2020 with an 8-5 win over the New York Mets. It is the first division title for Tampa Bay since 2010, and the third in their franchise's history. It's the first time since 2015 that the New York Yankees or the Boston Red Sox did not win the AL East, Instead, it will be the Rays. Congratulations and good luck in the playoff to Tampa Bay. The number two overall seed in the American League is going to the Oakland Athletics, who were the first to clinch their division on Monday, September twenty first, 2020. With a Mariners win over Houston, the A's went up six and a half games in the division, putting it out of reach the A's ended up going on to win the division by seven games and clinched the number two overall seed in the American League postseason. This is their first division championship since 2013 when they stunned the Rangers on the last game of the regular season. Unfortunately for Oakland, it was announced over the weekend that Matt Chapman will be out for the postseason, a huge blow to the Oakland Athletics offense. Nevertheless, as the number two seed, they get to play their first series at home and still have high hopes for the 2020 postseason. The third and final division in the American League proved to be the most exciting all the way down to the last day. Three teams challenged for the division crown in the last 10 games, including the Cleveland Indians, who, thanks to the hot hitting of Jose Ramirez, went eight and two in their last 10 games challenging both the twins and the White Sox for the Division Crown. The twins were able to hold them off going six and four in their last 10 games and stayed ahead of the Indians by a game in the final standings. It came down to the twins and the White Sox for the Division Crown on the last day on Sunday. The twins lost their game to Cincinnati which left the door open for the White Sox to win the division with a win over their crosstown rivals, the Chicago Cubs. The White Sox went down in the game 10-1, but scored seven unanswered runs to make it 10-8 in the ninth inning. With the tying run on first base and two outs in the bottom of the ninth inning, Nomar Mazzara was struck out on a questionable at-best strike call to end the game, giving the division crown to the Minnesota Twins. The difference in that game was that the White Sox could have been the third seed had they won, but instead they are the seventh seed, a four seed difference, making them the second least probable team to make a run in the playoffs simply based on difficulty of path. For the rest of the American League, the Yankees, Blue Jays, and Astros grabbed the final three spots in the postseason, leaving the Mariners and the Angels as the first two teams out of the 2020 postseason. On the National League side, the Dodgers, as expected, grabbed the National League West title on Tuesday, September 22, 2020, with a 7-2 win over the Oakland Athletics. It is the Dodgers' 8th consecutive NL West title, and it came as no surprise to anyone as they grabbed the first seed in the National League postseason overall. On the same night that the Dodgers clinched the NL West, the Braves clinched the NL East over in Atlanta with an 11-1 win over their NL East rivals, the Miami Marlins. It's the third consecutive NL East title for Atlanta, and they will enter the playoffs as the number two seed overall on the National League side. And our sixth and final division the nl central the chicago cubs managed to survive and win the nl central here in 2020 thanks to a brewers win over the cardinals on the second to last day of the season the cubs ended up winning the division by three games but four teams in the nl central made the playoffs the cubs the brewers the cardinals and the reds are all going to the playoffs The only team in the NL Central that did not make the playoffs was the Pittsburgh Pirates. So although the Cubs have been in steep decline since their red-hot start in August, they still managed to hold off three playoff teams to win the division. Congratulations to former Auburn Tiger David Ross and the rest of the Chicago Cubs for their berth in the 2020 postseason. Otherwise, in the National League, it was the San Diego Padres who took the number two seed out of the NL West. No surprise to anyone there. In the NL East, it was the Miami Marlins. Now, of the 16 teams that did make the playoffs in 2020, the Miami Marlins were the least likely team to make the playoffs coming into the season. They battled coronavirus and ended up making the playoffs as the number two seed in the NL East. The sixth seed overall. The Marlins went three and four in their last seven games to make the playoffs. All seven of those games were against two teams that did make the playoffs: the Atlanta Braves and the New York Yankees. The Marlins in the National League East managed to hold off the Philadelphia Phillies and the New York Mets to claim the second spot but the Phillies and the Mets failed to make one of the two wild card spots. The other team that was the first team left out on the National League side is the San Francisco Giants, who originally held the lead coming into the week, but lost it there on the last day to the Brewers and the Reds. So, to put all of the pieces together, here is what the Major League Baseball 2020 playoff bracket looks like. On the American League side, the Tampa Bay Rays will play the Toronto Blue Jays in a best-of-three series. The winner of that series will play the winner of the Cleveland Indians and the New York Yankees. Those matchups will take place in Cleveland and in Tampa Bay, respectively. On the other side of the American League, the Minnesota Twins will play the Houston Astros in Minnesota. The Oakland Athletics will host the Chicago White Sox in Oakland. The winner of those two series will play each other and the winner of that series will meet the winner on the other side for the ALCS to go to the World Series. On the National League side, the number one Los Angeles Dodgers will host the Milwaukee Brewers who are under 500 on the season. The winner of that series will play the winner of San Diego Padres and St. Louis Cardinals hosted in Petco Park in San Diego. On the other side of the National League, the Chicago Cubs will host the Miami Marlins at Wrigley Field. The winner of that series will play the winner of the Braves and the Reds, hosted in Atlanta. The winner of those two series will play each other, and the winner of that series will play the winner from the other side in the National League Championship to go to the World Series. The World Series will be held in Arlington, Texas at brand new Globe Life Field. All right, so I am going to break down the bracket and give you my predictions for each and every matchup all the way through here in just a minute, but I wanted to start out with some fun questions that we've come up with that are a little cross-sport. You have to be keeping up with this sports equinox that's going on right now. We have NBA, we have NHL, MLB, NFL, college football, Pretty much everything except for, I guess, college basketball and college baseball. we got so many references, and we're going to be making some fun um, questions regarding the Major League Baseball postseason and some other sports. So we will start off with that right now. Question number one, the city of Tampa Bay. Are you more confident that the Tampa Bay Rays will beat Toronto in the first two games, a two-game sweep, or are you more confident that the Tampa Bay Lightning will finish out their 3-2 lead in the Stanley Cup Final that they have right now in Edmonton, Canada in the NHL bubble? This one is a really tough one, and I put it first because I knew it was maybe the toughest one. I feel like they're all pretty equal, but this one... You know, the Stanley Cup final, game six is tonight, and the Stars were kind of lucky to win game five. It felt like Tampa Bay controlled the game. In fact, it's felt like Tampa Bay has controlled all the games except for game one. So I do feel confident in the Lightning in that sense. However, the Rays are legit, and I really don't see the Blue Jays winning a game unless it's on the back of Hyunjin Ryu. And I'm not. Too faithful in Hyunjin Ryu, so I'm actually going to say that I am more confident in the Rays to sweep the Blue Jays in the trop than I am the Lightning to finish out the Stars in Edmonton. I feel like blowing a 3-1 lead is so unlikely, especially when you are dominating like the Tampa Bay Lightning are right now, but I got to give it to the Rays. The Rays are legit. I do have them winning that first matchup, but we'll get to the rest of my predictions a little later. Question number two revolves around the state of Ohio and the NFL. The question is, which number will be higher, the Browns' total regular season wins or the state of Ohio's total Major League Baseball postseason wins? trying to figure this one out, I think takes some math and I because there's three teams involved. you have the Browns in the NFL who play a total of 16 games. They're already two and one, so the maximum that they could win is 15, but that's shooting for the stars at this point. Um, and then on the other side you have the Reds and the Indians from the state of Ohio in the Major League Baseball postseason. The Reds, of course, play the Braves. The Indians play the Yankees, two teams that are probably going to be majority favored to win. But let's first look at the Browns' schedule and see where they have to go in order to get their wins. They play the Cowboys, the Colts. They got the Steelers twice. The Bengals, who they had a close game against, The Raiders, the Texans, the Eagles, the Jaguars, Titans, Ravens, Giants, Jets. Okay, so teams that I don't think they'll beat, the Cowboys, probably split the series with the Steelers. Um, Texans, probably not. Eagles, probably not. Titans, probably not. Ravens, probably not. So that leaves Jets, Giants, Jaguars, maybe the Raiders, one with the Steelers, and the Colts and that's eight games that I'm counting right there so I'm going to safely say the Browns are going to win eight games maybe nine maybe seven but we're gonna stick with eight right now and then let's look at the major league baseball side of things and see where that goes so if one of the teams lose in the first round then the other team would be required to win either seven or eight games. So if it's seven games, then the Indians, let's say the Indians lose two of three to the Yankees. The Reds would have to beat the Braves twice, and then the winner of Chicago Cubs, Miami Marlins, three times, and then win at least two in the NLCS. And then it would work the same way on the other side, the... Indians would have to beat the Yankees in two games the Rays in three games and then have to win two in the ALCS in order to get to eight assuming the other team wins one game if they both move on that's four games right there then neither of them have to move on to the next side I actually think I'm going to stick with the MLB playoff side because as you'll see later I I do have the Indians and the Reds moving on in upsets i wouldn't call the indians matchup an upset they're the host city the host team but the yankees are probably going to be favored as they were the preseason world series favorite pick in the ryan express preseason picks so we will see how it plays out i don't i'm never betting on the browns I'll, I'll, i'll say that much i'd much rather bet on the reds pitching staff, and the Indians red-hot hitting right now than to bet on the Browns. So I'm going to stick that the MLB playoff wins for the state of Ohio will be higher than the Browns regular season wins. And the last one of these questions is related to the city of Miami and the NBA. The Miami Heat are playing the Los Angeles Lakers in the NBA Finals Game 1 starting this week. And The Miami Marlins have made the playoffs very surprisingly, and they will be underdogs against the Chicago Cubs. Both Miami teams are more than likely underdogs, although we can discuss whether that's justified or not. Which team is more likely to win their series, the Miami Marlins or the Miami Heat against the Los Angeles Lakers in the NBA Finals? I actually don't know much about the NBA at all. Of all the professional sports, it is the one that I know the least about. But I will give my best shot at this question. And I actually think I'm going to go with the NBA team here, the Miami Heat. I do think both will happen. I think both Miami teams will win their series. But I do side with the Heat in that the Heat are 12-3 and in the postseason so far in the NBA and I know that the Lakers are also 12 and 3 but the Lakers have had a much easier road than the Heat have the Heat had to play the one seed the three seed and the four seed the Lakers of course were the one seed they only got to play eight four and three on their way to the NBA Finals so I side with the Heat although I do think both will happen All right, so the time has come to go through the bracket and my predictions. I'm going to unveil my bracket, and of course I have not had the time to make my bracket this year like I have in the past, so it's a bit rushed, but it's a little bit more instinctive. I think that's probably better for my predictions because these three-game series are going to be so unpredictable as a whole. I think it is a little better that I'm making picks based on instinct rather than Statistics or any other kind of influences. So, I am going to go through the wild card round first, all the way through, and then I will jump there based on those picks, um, the division series, and then the championship series and the World Series. So, let's start on the American League side Tampa Bay and Toronto. Really, no overthinking this one. It's just simple that the Rays are just better top to bottom. The pitching's better. The offense is better. The Blue Jays are going to get there one year. Their young hitters are really going to come around and be a powerhouse of an offense. But until then, it's Tampa Bay in this series. They've got Blake Snell in game one. They've got Tyler Glasnow in game two. And they've got Charlie Morton in game three, if they even get there. Hyunjin Ryu is pitching for the Blue Jays in Game 2. That's really the only chance I see of the Blue Jays winning a game in this series is if Hyunjin Ryu can outpitch Tyler Glasnow, and I'm not even sure that's the case. So going with Tampa Bay here, not really overthinking this one. Of course, weird things can happen. It's a three-game series, but I do think the Rays are going to be in really good shape to move on to the ALDS out of this wild card series. One thing about the series that does make me squint a little bit is that the Rays were only 6-4 and four versus the Blue Jays this regular season. And although it's a short sample size, the Blue Jays actually outscored the Rays by four runs all year long. No way I'm ever going to pick the Blue Jays but I'm just saying that they are familiar with each other and it may be a dangerous thing that they're both in the same division, that they've both seen each other a lot, and that the matchups were pretty even all year long. However, my pick is Tampa. It always has been and it will be all the way through. They will play the winner of New York Yankees and Cleveland Indians in Cleveland. This is an interesting series historically as the two teams have met in the postseason four times and have split the outcomes to a piece. The most significant one was in 2007 when the Yankees went to progressive field in Cleveland, and the difference in the game was a swarm of midges, these little bugs that really kind of messed up Jabba Chamberlain in Game 2 of the 2007 series versus the Indians. And from there, he ended up blowing the game, the lead that the Yankees had at the time, and eventually the Indians went on to win the series. Apparently, these midges are going to be an issue again here in 2020. Add it to the list of crazy things that happened in 2020 that continue to bother us and mess up people's plans. Uh, The midges are going to be back. That is perhaps a really bad omen for the Yankees going into progressive field. I'm taking the red hot hitting and the solid pitching of Shane Beaver of the Cleveland Indians. I like them to play Tampa Bay in the ALDS Astros and twins at target field. is the next matchup on the American league side. I don't really know how to say this, but I wish this matchup did not exist. I will probably not be watching much of this matchup. The other games are just so much better. There really isn't much pitching to see in this matchup. You pretty much just have Zach Grinky, who is well below average for Zach Grinky at three and three with a four oh three ERA. So it really comes down to offense, and the Astros offense just has not been there like it has been in the past three years when they won the AL West in 2017, 18, and 19. So I like Minnesota. Minnesota's hungry. After getting absolutely smothered in that series last year versus the Yankees, I like them to take out the Astros uh, once and for all here in the 2020 playoffs. And that's really all I have to say about this matchup. Next up, we have probably the best matchup of the wildcard series on both leagues sides and it's Oakland and Chicago two teams that a week ago should have both won their divisions instead they're matching up in the first round as the two seed and the seven seed I hate having to pick in this matchup because I really wanted these two teams to meet up in the ALCS but instead we're going to get it in a three game series the Chicago White Sox pitching is so good that my gut reaction is to take them. It's to take the White Sox, go behind Giolito, go behind Keichel, and then either Cease or Dunning, I guess, in game three. But Oakland is just more of a unit. I feel like if Oakland can get past this matchup, they are deep enough to make a run to the ALCS or further. And that is why I am going to... Pick that Oakland is going to scrape by in this matchup at home in the Coliseum. The White Sox are struggling. That is another thing to consider. They're two and eight in their last 10. They blew that division lead that they had on Minnesota and Cleveland. They did not play well when they were under the pressure. Even without fans, they did not play well when the division was on the line, when they absolutely had to. And here we go. It's a three-game series. They've got to play well. And they didn't play well, and they played bad, poorly against other playoff teams. So I do like Oakland to survive this first-round matchup simply because I'm not sure who will pitch Game 3 for the White Sox and because the White Sox are ice cold. And then from there, let Oakland's depth take over. Jumping now to the National League side, we have the number one seed Dodgers against the eight seed Milwaukee Brewers. I really don't like this matchup just because the Dodgers are such a perfect team on paper, and that yet they have to play a three-game series where a bad day or two could easily get them bumped against a sub-500 team. I don't like it at all, but it is what it is, and it's 2020, and that's that's part of what the Dodgers have to deal with. The Dodgers are a playoff curse; they cannot let this three game series against a team that they are significantly better than bite them. So that I'm going to pick the Dodgers. I think they focus. I think they get down to business. I think if the Dodgers lose, it's going to be in a later series, the DS or the CS, but not against the Milwaukee Brewers. Hopefully, they will make it less painful on the Brewers than it was. Last year, when they lost on the Juan Soto hit to right field in the wild card game, that a fielding error really cost them the game. So the Brewers hopefully will just go down in a couple games, and it won't be too painful for those Brewers fans two years in a row. I'm honestly still shocked that the Brewers even made the playoffs. So congratulations to them for that. I do think that's a great accomplishment uh, because they really did not have great pitching this year and Christian Yelich has been well below the standard that has been set for him coming into this season after the past couple MVP caliber seasons that he's had so kudos to the Brewers for sneaking into the playoffs Uh, unfortunately they are going to run up against a train in the Los Angeles Dodgers and the Dodgers will be moving on to the division series San Diego, St. Louis, I think the Braves fans will be happy in my prediction for this one that the Cardinals are going to get bumped. The San Diego Padres are licking their chops at getting another chance at the Los Angeles Dodgers, who have just owned them in the past decade, really. The Padres peaked in the middle of the season. They are not their hottest right now, but the Cardinals are not too hot either. I do like the Padres to hold off at home in Petco Park and take this series and meet up again with their divisional rival, those Los Angeles Dodgers, and that will make for a really fun National League Division Series that I'm super pumped about. I'll take San Diego in this one. Although they do have Flaherty and Wainwright in Game 2 and 3 for St. Louis, I do think that the offense of the San Diego Padres kind of nullifies any good pitching that they may present. In the series and so the you might be asking yourself Ryan when when are you gonna pick an upset and and I'll tell you I'll, I'll pick one right now the Chicago Cubs are hosting the Miami Marlins the Marlins were the least likely team of the 16 teams that are in the playoffs to get into the playoffs at the beginning of the season so they already are big underdogs and they will be in whatever matchup they get but The Chicago Cubs have been in steady decline. Something feels off about them. They are in steady decline and have been since that super, super hot start at the beginning of the season. In fact, they probably should not have won the division if it wasn't for that super, super hot start, but yet they did. They managed to hold off. They almost blew that last game against the white Sox. Of course it didn't matter for them, but they almost blew it. And, and, it didn't matter for standings or for seating, but what it did matter for was the Crosstown rivalry. So don't give me any of that, well, they weren't playing because they're saving for the postseason. No, this is the Crosstown rivalry. They want to beat the White Sox like a drum. And they were up 10-1, to and they almost blew that game. So the Cubs feel really off. And in come the Miami Marlins, who just picked up Kettle Marte, who come in. They still believe in themselves. They have all year. They've beaten the craziest odds you possibly could have beaten. And they come in, and it's a rematch of the Bartman series. And it's in Wrigley Field. So we have some superstition here, not only as it relates to Bartman, but also as it relates to the Miami Marlins, who as a franchise have not lost a playoff series ever. They have only been to the playoffs twice, but they won the World Series both times. So they're 6-0 in playoff series. They have never lost in the playoffs one of four professional sports teams to have never done that. So the Miami Marlins come into town. They have the omen of Bartman on their side. David Ross was on the team that broke up the Curse the Billy Goat and all those bad omens that were hanging over the heads of the Chicago Cubs, but he was also on the team before then, and he understood what it was like to be under those curses. So perhaps there is something there in the back of his mind, in the back of some of those players' minds, that original core players that beat the curse, that finally ended the streak of broader World Series back to the north side. But the Marlins come into town. They're riding that, that franchise streak, and... You Darvish is the man for the Cubs. Can you Darvish win his game? because if you Darvish can win his game, I like the Cubs chances, but you Darvish is really hit or miss and he's proven that he's hit or miss in all these clutch scenarios. I'm specifically referring to the 2017 World Series game 7 where he just did not have it. So I I'm interested to see how he performs. he's had a great year. But Yu is an older player now, and it's going to be interesting to see if he can play with the ice in his veins, be a clutch player for the Cubs, because the Cubs are in steady decline, and although the Marlins are 5-5 in their last 10, at least the Marlins played good teams. They played the Braves, they played the Yankees. I would argue that the Marlins, even though the NL Central had four teams make the playoffs, The Marlins had a harder schedule because they had to play the Yankees, the Braves, they had to play the Blue Jays, they had to play the Rays, all of which were playoff teams, and they didn't have a lot of their players because of the coronavirus outbreak among their team early in the season. All that being said, I'd really like Miami to surprise some people in this matchup. Miami will play the winner of the Atlanta-Cincinnati series, and I've learned my lesson with Atlanta. Every year Atlanta wins the NL East, and then they host the first playoff series in Atlanta, and they lose it every time. And this year I don't see it being any different. They don't have Mike Soroka. I'm still unsure of Max Fried's health. And the Reds come in with three really power- Pitchers. They have Trevor Bauer, who's one of the best in the NL. They have Luis Castillo, who had a great year last year and could still come out and turn it on for the postseason. And then you have Sonny Gray in a potential Game 3 scenario. And they're going to go against uh, Max Freed, who's been questionable health-wise this year, and two other starters that haven't been named that are not named Mike Soroka. I mean, I don't understand how the Braves are going to survive when they, and those are the three starting pitchers you have to beat. You have to win two of those games if you're the Braves. And I don't like their, I don't like their chances. I I really like the Reds in three game series. I'm not going to go in depth into the rest of my picks, although I will read them out. Hopefully some of these matchups, some of my predictions do come true so that I can go in depth on future express lines, but I will go ahead and read them off. In the ALDS, we have Tampa Bay and Cleveland. Tampa Bay obviously will be a big favorite if this is the matchup that comes to be. I actually picked Cleveland because I think Cleveland is red hot. I think peaking in October is a little more important than having a complete season. And although Tampa Bay is a deeper team, I think it will be a highly contested series if those two teams match up. Flip a coin for me, I'm going Cleveland, Minnesota, Oakland, Easily Oakland. They're a deeper team. They have better pitching. I like Oakland Cleveland in the ALCS From there. I think Oakland wins. They are actually my world series champions I have Oakland winning the world series this year The Dodgers and the Padres the Dodgers have owned the Padres I don't feel confident in the Padres to finally change that narrative in a five-game series so I will stick with LA Dodgers miami cincinnati i said i liked cincinnati in three game series and not so much in five game series i think in five game series there's probably two wins that are relatively easy wins for their opposing team and that really just leaves one win that's needed against those three great pitchers so i will actually pick miami i'm picking miami to go to the nlcs simply because of matchups and because of the way that the Matchup shook out in the national league side i have miami playing the dodgers in the nlcs and at that point i would be crazy to pick miami going with the dodgers a california world series dodgers oakland i think it's finally the year for billy bean i really hope it is the year for billy bean and oakland is my world series champion that's my bracket it'll be on the ryan express facebook twitter instagram um And the Ryan Express Bracket Challenge is open if anyone would like to compete in it. As for that, this has been the Ryan Express. This has been a really long Express line, uh, but rightfully so. It's the postseason. I'm excited. The games start tomorrow. Let's go. I'm Ryan Walker. Thank you for listening to the Ryan Express. Signing off and see you next time. (laughs)